Welcome to the Lead Management Mastermind Show, the only podcast where you'll learn about lead management best practices from the top lead management and sales marketing executives in the industry. Hear about the optimization, strategy, and techniques that have made each of our guests the best of the best in the lead management domain. Live from the headquarters of SDP Solutions, here's your host, Scott Payne. I'm good, Scott. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So glad you're on. You're an avid listener, I hear. I'm a huge fan. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. Long-time listener, first-time participant. There you go. I love it. Awesome. Well, tell us, let's talk a little bit about the show. This is a great show. It's a small show, but a lot of, a lot of interactions with people here. What are your thoughts so far on this show? Yeah, I've been really pleased. I know that Mike put a lot of time, energy, and effort into it, and uh, a lot of sponsors stepped up. Um, I was pleased. I've just started a new job, and, and I brought one of my colleagues, and we're able to meet with the full complement of service providers as it applies to lead generation, lead management, um, lead optimization. Um, you know, I sat through a bunch of uh, sessions today that talked about you know the evolution and the, the tools that exist and the, and the mindset, um, the prioritization, you know, all the things that as we look to build out the things we're trying to do at at our company um, are all applicable and, and it's nice because if I look back over the history, I'm not sure that all those tools existed um, and they're evolving. So it's, it's been good to sort of see the evolution and um, get exposure to, yeah. to a lot of them. That's, that's exactly right. So you mentioned a new company. Tell everyone a little bit about what you're doing now. Yeah, I, um, I just started at Angel Oak Home Loans. Um, there's an existing group that's based out of Atlanta. Um, and we've got a fledgling operation that we're going to try to get up and running in Charlotte. Charlotte's got a pretty deep talent pool of experienced consumer direct loan officers, and I'm hoping that I can fish into that pool and find some people that want to join us. And, you know, we're a non-QM, prim- primarily a non-QM lender, um, and it's a little unique and new for the consumer direct space. So there's a, an analogy someone said to me, it's a lot like fishing um, for oysters and trying to find the pearls. So we're going to be doing a little bit of that uh, fishing for oysters and see if we can find some pearls. And, and then next year, we're really gearing up in 2020 for 2021 when the belief is the removal of the QM patch will prevent, um, present um, a lot of opportunity for the non-QM space. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a reformed loan officer, if we go all the way back to the, the beginning. Um, and then I joined Lending Tree 21 years ago, um, 1999, actually the first week of January. And I did a lot of things at Lending Tree and account management and all those things. And, and then I, I went over to sort of the, the dark side and, and became a service provider. I had a software company called Sparkroom, and we sat between lead sellers and lead buyers. Our timing probably wasn't really good as it came right before the, the crash. And then, you know, for the last 10 years, I've done uh, direct consumer sales management, sales and marketing, um, which is why it's so neat to see the evolution um, and, the, and the progress being made in the sales management, CRM, lead management, like all these companies that have come around. I mean, the whole POS um, part of the ecosystem that's come, you know, kind of, 
fully circle in the last three years is amazing to me. Um, we tried Roostify when I was at Roundpoint back in 2013 to see all these other companies and, and the money being thrown at some place like Blend and you know Cloud Virga, I think has done really well. Um, besides Roostify and Be Smarty and you know there's a bunch of companies. It's a fully developed part of the process now. Right. Yeah, well, I think that the fact there's more conferences is a great thing. Um, we had the Lender Summit at Lending Tree, you know, in the early years, and and then Tim Donnelly picked that up a little bit and had a small group. I remember going to the first thing that he had um, with Softview in Kansas City. We pulled the desk together and, and got that going. And, and, you know, Leeds Cons come along as well and done really well to the point they ended up having two Leeds Cons at one point. And now they've evolved where there's more of, I think, an affiliate type part um, up in Boston that's moved. Uh, Leeds Con still, I think, is a very good conference as well. The Leeds Council has come around as a part of that as well. And so I think the, the, the thing that's very interesting about this business is while there is competition for customers and, and for employees, a lot of people are willing to share their ideas. Um, I think some of the I know it, you don't, I can't share it with you proprietary end of things has really evaporated with time as people really understand it's much more about execution and less about the game plan. Yeah, absolutely. And the execution against it. I mean, whether execution means your staffing, your compensation plan, your prioritization, all those things um, are really differentiated. And, and honestly, I, I have this, uh, I read it somewhere, so I don't want to make like I came up with it. Um, this, you know, I'm Catholic, and so there's this Catholic where you go anywhere in the world and you can go to a Catholic mass, um, but they're different there. Right, whether it's a different language, different procedure, and, and so all these people that are coming up with these ideas, they share them, understanding that they will be customized or personalized, and the execution is on a local level to make it work in their own shop. Yeah, I mean, I will tell you one thing I think that the industry needs to work on is part of my answer. One of the best lead providers that I've ever worked with, Google's comparison ads product. Um, and partially, the consu every consumer trusts Google. Google would never steer the consumer wrong. And uh, Google would mask the consumer's email and phone number. So as lead, sorry, as lead buyers tried to contact the customer, they'd go through a, a ricochet phone number and a ricochet um, email address, and if you contacted the customer too many times, Google would turn you off. Now, honestly, as a buyer of those leads, the first thing if your rep could get them on the phone would get their real phone number and their real email address. Um, I think what's happened now, one of the downsides to some of the progression in the tools and the functionality that people have is that consumers feel like they're bombarded. Um, I think there's an opportunity, and I wrote it in my prediction up on the, on the board here, 
that if some lender or some lead provider can figure out a way to mask or minimize um, the contacts so the consumers don't feel like they're going to get bombarded when they give their, out their personal information, I think that's going to be um, an opportunity for someone to come into this in the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 good. Um, one of the things that I've done is, and, and with my, the people I've worked, with, I've been fortunate to work with a lot of really good companies with a lot of really good people. And over time, I've come with, with sort of four basic premises, which I think a lot of the successful um, lead buyer, particularly in the mortgage space, believe. Number one, um, you know, the customer is not owned by the loan officer. Um, the loan officer is the steward or the shepherd of the lead, and the company owns the lead. Um, number two. Um, what's best for the customer should always take precedent. Um, number three, which to really gets the heart of your question, is if it's not in the system of record, it didn't happen. Um, and, and then number four is you treat, if there's a conflict between yourself and someone else at work about who owns a lead or whose lead it is, let the belief that that other person's your best friend at work and let that guide your behavior. And if you, if you kind of put those four things and stack them up, it generally tends to work. I think a lot of the companies here operate with the general parameter around that. Um, the accountability aspect, I think, of uh, lead management systems, so that if you don't do what you're supposed to, I mean, I think one of the clever things we did is we, you could maintain ownership of a lead for 24 hours, um, and that included Saturday. Well, what it ended up doing is we would have people work late Friday afternoons to make sure that they made that one contact, that one last activity, so that they would be able to keep the lead in their name until four or five o'clock on Saturday. Um, and the real point of doing that wasn't to have them keep the lead, it's make one more call to get that consumer on the phone and see if you can get that deal, or you're top of mind for them when they're going out to buy a house for the weekend, they call you first thing Monday morning. Yeah, that's a great question. An even better question is interviewing is testing for it. Because one of the things that I've learned is that it's a fairly fluid process um, as you put your, your distribution rules and your processes and procedures and that a lot of change, and, and I think you talked about in your session, you know, I, I've always said I don't want to get to three monitors because there's generally one monitor people are working on for lead management and then there's another that's either in the mortgage space, the loan origination, or their email, or the product and pricing engine. So trying to limit that is, is, is a big thing. Um, you know, I, I think that you've got to hire people that can evolve, and the systems are evolving. And, and again, the other companies now that are associated with the leads has become um, almost exponential, and being able to handle that is, is hard. And we've struggled with it. I mean, I think everyone struggles with it. Um, but making sure they all work together and that the loan officer knows what to do, trying to keep their day... Um, structured and um, logical and sequential is a big part of it. So they know what they need to do. I mean, in the same way lead distribution in some of the places I've worked at, I got to get a lot of a credit to Bill Deere, who, who has done a lot of work for me when I worked with him. You know, we got tiers of loans and um, 
tiers of loan officers and tiers of leads, and we, I'm sorry, tiers of leads, not loans, and then the distribution, but we wanted to make it very transparent, let the loan officers know what they need to do to get more of the A leads, but also make sure that a consumer gets a call back fast. So putting those two together, and I think in the, one of the sessions recently was talking about um, lead scoring, I think that's a big thing. Um, but I think it's a big thing as long as you can be transparent, honest, and direct about the lead scoring and what you need to do to get more of the Glen Gary, Glen Ross leads. Absolutely. I mean, we've used a service that, that Volley has where we send surveys out. And if the consumer fills the survey out, that means their engagement level's gone up and that lead should be back, you know, back, back up in the prioritization queue or given a higher score, you know, kind of in the way that you framed it. Well, I, yeah, I think the the evolution of texting, SMS, that communication, and the auto, um, the AI that goes with it. So the ability, you know, when chat first came up, you worried about how do you man chat. Well, now there's automated tools so that you can have it and set up, you know, auto set up appointments through chat. I mean, I think there's just a whole lot of functionality, and then also the, you know, I've got kids in college and they're on their phones constantly and understanding how the future you know, home buyers and home borrowers are going to use technology and the tools at their disposal and making sure that we as a lender and you know, where I'm going to be, we're putting those tools in place is really interesting. And there's some really developed and really you know, cutting edge groups here that uh, I've been impressed with. Ed, thanks so much for coming by. No, nope. I'm excited to be on after being a you know, big listener. Going to get it released and have Ed Powell's name out there. Can't wait. All right. I'm glad you were able to join us. Thanks again for your time. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Lead Management Masterminds podcast. Today's episode is presented by SDP Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things lead management strategy and optimization. Please visit us at www.sdp-solutions.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast site.